Film Pulse is supported by the kind donations from listeners like you. Please consider subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash filmpulse for just $1 a month and help keep the podcast on the air. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. This is Ryan watching the movie where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. On balls of the lobby yard. Watching the Grubbian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello, welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 261. My name's Adam Patterson. We're joined today by Kevin Rakestraw. How are you, Kevin? Happy to be back. Long hiatus. Indeed. Ryan Holes is back with us from the grave. Oh, shit, Ryan, Ryan you died? <laughs> Ryan's back for now. <laughs> so, so do you want to do you want to tell everybody why we we're off the last few weeks. Do you want to get into it? Um, many reasons. I was many reasons. I was sick. Uh-uh. My hands fucked up. My hands fucked up. My hand. Oh, okay. I have a uh, pinched or both here. What the fuck are they called? Burton or vertebrae. Oh, oh yeah, don't you have the same thing as me? Don't you herniated disc? Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Did your doctor tell you to quit smoking? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for like two days. I went to a neurosurgeon today for my my herniated disc, and a doctor points out a poster that says, smokers are three times as likely to have back pain. And he was like, that's what you should do. You should quit smoking. And I was like, for a herniated disc? He's like, yep. <laughs> and I was like, well, what's can you point me to the science? Because the poster just says quit smoking. And he was like, that's the science. I, I Like, I don't see the correlation. I don't have any pain. My hand just really clutched. That's not like, good. Like, I can't do anything with it at all. I can't that's even use a mouse. Ooh. No, that sucks. Mouth. How'd you pull up your notes? Oh, it's not <laughs> hand. Oh, okay. Ah. It, it sucks. <laughs> you think of my head and mouse left is terrible. Yeah, definitely it is. Uh, so, welcome back. What movie did you watch this week? Hello again. Hello again. This is from 1987. We picked this in honor of National Housewife's Day this week. November 3rd <laughs> is National Housewife's Day. I have a synopsis here for this movie. A suburban housewife chokes to death and is brought back to life by a spell cast by her wacky sister. This is directed by Frank Perry and it stars Shelley Long. Gabriel Burns in there. Yeah. Look out. Ryan, tell us a little bit about Hello Again. All right. Well, Shelley Long is married to this guy who's played by Cora Brethen. And they have, like, I think he's, like, a 20-year-old son, mid-25, somewhere around there. And her best friend has been married three times and divorced three times. And she's looking for a fourth husband. And then her movie, at the beginning half, all they talk about is how... She only after her money. So apparently this lady is a pretty bad lady. 
So, Shelly Long has a sister, and one day she likes her food, and Shelly Long ends up eating some of the food and chewing on it, and gets rusty and runs around, and ends up dying. And exactly one year later, her sister does an incantation at her gravesite and brings her back to life. And she immediately goes back to a club person and finds out to her best friend now, the lady that was made divorced three times, and her son is now chef at a restaurant that is owned by his now wife and she used to all this new stuff and apparently like reporters and stuff make a big deal that she came back from the dead but overall they pretty much overlook it like they let whatever is gonna happen whatever's gonna happen, happen. And towards the end, the best friend calls her out for lying. Oh yeah, and then she falls in love with Gabriel Byrne, who was her ER doctor. But that's really the gist of that part of the story. So, uh, the best friend calls her out for lying and says that she just despaired Freya and so long ends up impersonating her ex-husband, the best friend's ex-husband, who died after they had sex one time. And <laughs> When she abruptly him, she starts saying like really personal thing that only he would know. And she's like, okay, I lied and this is all real. And then at the end of the day, so long, and you will burn around it. Fundraiser and end up knocking a cake off a balcony and it lands on all the shitty people throughout the movie and that's pretty much it. Oh yeah, and uh, Polly, the guy from the Sopranos, Polly Walnut? I can't think of his last name. The guy off the white streak is there. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't remember his name. He's in, in this movie for like maybe two minutes, but he's real, real, real young. Hmm. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, they all, so, so all of the bad people, they die. They don't die. They just got kicked all over them. Oh, oh. Yeah, what? For some reason, for, for some reason, I thought you said a balcony fell and then, fell on top yeah, of it. Then knocked a keg off the balcony. Oh, see, I thought oh, it said they, they, 
Yeah, I thought they all died at the end. I, <laughs> and I was like, damn. I thought he said that they all fell off the balcony. Never gonna Cake. So, so that's how they get thwarted. They get cake on them. That's how they learn. Did so? Did that, they learn their lesson with the cake. Yeah, that's justice. Hmm. Nothing like a good caking. Teach them. It, it really, it, yeah. It, it really puts things into perspective once you have cake in the face. Just learn to be a better person. I was delicious cake. I wouldn't What what type of cake would it have to be for you to be upset that there was cake in your face? Um, Because I feel like most cakes, if you got hit in the face with it, you'd be like, cool, this is cake. What about like carrot cake? I'm cool with it. It's cool with cake. Cool with carrot cake. (laughs) All right. I'm I'm like a 300 pound person at heart. There's very few cakes I don't like. Maybe um, angel food king. I was thinking kind of the same thing because I'm trying. Well, to... but if angel food, if angel food cake hits you, it probably doesn't even do anything. Yeah, it probably just falls off. Yeah. You're like, okay, <laughs> it just lightly bounces off of your face. Yeah, it wouldn't even leave a residue or anything. Yeah. Probably, and, and just... I think that that's why it makes it. That's why it's a terrible cake. There's no substance to it. Yeah. It's a shit cake. Does the kit? Yeah, I haven't had angel f- and angel food cake in a while. I don't think anyone has willingly. I think it's like it's it's thrusted upon you. Like it's the only. I've option. had some. I've had some good angel food cake, not by choice, mind you. If it's if I have a choice of cakes, that's probably near the bottom. Yeah. But I've had some good angel food cake. If you have uh, peanut butter chocolate cake. Yeah, I'm definitely into that. Is that your top cake? Yeah, probably. Yeah, this is—it's one of my top cakes. Also, I—I like the the chocolate cake with the peanut butter frosting. Yes. Oh. Yes. Here you go. Oh. oh. <laughs> what if it was? A, what if it was an ice cream cake? Would you be all about that? Because that'd be uh, cold. Ice cream would be so good. <laughs> I can okay. get over really cold. What if it was like a potato cake? And then people would die. <laughs> oh god! Or like a cookie, like a just a giant cookie oh, cake. Oh man! Because that seems like it might be was, painful if it hit you. Yeah, but those shits are delicious. Of course, they're not gonna stick to you either. That's just gonna bounce off, and you just pick it up off the floor and you start eating it. Yeah, but they're really flimsy. Exactly. I mean, they like they, if they're good, they hit. Yeah, they're made good. They, I've had some hard ones. Oh, that's yeah. not good. Mm-mm. No, that's terrible. That's the one thing I miss about malls. Like, I haven't been to a mall in years, but there's always the cookie place I, in the mall. I don't even know. I haven't been to the mall forever either. I do. Oh my god! Like I'm wondering if those cookie places still exist. I think the one was called like the Great American Cookie Company or something. I just remembered. Oh how my god! You are with that cookie place in the mall. Every time we would go to the mall, you would have to get goddamn cookie. <laughs> <laughs> they're so good. Oh my god! They're so good. The, they had the double doozies, which were two two cookies with, with frosting in the yeah. middle. 
Those were always too like I could never even yeah, yeah, those. those were too intense. I, I, I've seen you do it. Come on now. I have done it. <laughs> I have done it. I'm just saying that I never felt great after I did it. Like I never felt great about myself after. I don't think anyone feels good after they're like Yeah, the the double doozies were a little bit they were they were They're like instant diabetes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, what did you think of Hello Again? Uh, it was alright. Not on the road, but not hmm. terrible. Not good. Not great. Oh, that's what I was expecting. I'd watch it again, but dang, really? It was, it wow. It was, it was like a romantic comedy, but it was not happy. Okay. And it, now it was around the time when uh, Leslie Nielsen was big, and Shelley Long actually came on, like two very clumsy, and mm. that there are funny things throughout the movie. She's doing a lot of physical comedy here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Shelley Long's great. I am a fan of Shelley Long. Yeah, she's great. Well, this is kind of a surprise. I yeah, didn't I think you were going to be this I, one. Yeah, I thought that this was going to be terrible. There was going to be so much to make fun of. And, you know, so many things to talk about. But it seems like all we have is cake and we're kind of done. Well, my, I do have a question. So she was brought back from the dead. <laughs> I take it just looking at stills from this movie that she was just normal. Like they, she, she was literally just back. There weren't any kind of side effects or things like her body wasn't rotting away or anything like that. Correct. They did many medical tests on her first, and she passed on them. And everyone was cool with it after Losing their minds. I, yeah, I feel like this would change everything. Like, the, the sister, the wacky sister that brought her back from the dead what i mean i don't even know how famous she must be because of this like she literally brought somebody back to life a year later no less yeah she, she gets all famous made the billionaire that's all you hear from her well at least they address it like hmm. i said like people make a big deal of it but Overall, everyone like didn't really care about it. Overall, really? I mean, they did in the moment, but it all passed. I I feel like if this were to happen, <clears throat> the whole movie would just be about her being alive again, and there wouldn't be any kind of like any kind of other plot. It would just be completely focused on her being alive and the sister being famous because of this both of them being famous and just going on press tours yeah and giving there interviews are also. yeah i don't think they would have time for romance so said you would either be I mean, they're, they're, on, they're, like on press tours or endless endless interviews yeah. and or, tests or you'd be held by the government yeah you'd pr you probably that would happen first you'd probably be held for quite a long time yeah Oh, and the, the chick from uh, 
Well, no, of course, and there you go. You were the host lady. The chief? Yeah. She was a, she was a reporter. And then they kind of made me nostalgic. Well, she's in the Warriors, too. Oh, yeah. She's the radio DJ. Sounds like a solid cast. That's what we have here. I'm looking at the poster, and I take it that the poster with her is like she's like breaking through the the obituary in the paper here. Uh, a couple things. One, that paper is enormous because look at her size in comparison to the the paper that she's ripping through. Correct. And the second thing is when you look at the headlines on this, the one says fifteen die in motorcycle accident. Damn. That's a lot of people for a motorcycle accident. Seems to yeah, I mean that's that's a, that seems a little dark for such a for such a light comedy here. At the same time, gives a uh, shit. I think uh, it's supposed to be a goofball thing. Now, if it said like eight hundred thousand people die in a motorcycle accident, then then maybe I'd be like, yeah, it's, they're they're goofing, they're goofing all over the place. But I don't know. Her life hasn't been the same since her death. Ah, I see. I see. Now, Ryan, tell me about her choking on this chicken ball. She is Martinian. And, uh, her sister was like, you're worth purple. I don't know what's wrong. And she goes in a different room. And she long eats more of it. And then chicken and falls to the ground. And they brush her and they were Yes, she does. For the first mm. time. See, this is why I picked this. Because not only is it National Housewife Day, but I also thought it's a bit of a stretch. But Adam was telling me about National Chicken Lady Day. It is, yeah. This week is also, this weekend is also National Chicken Lady Day. And I figured that's we'll close talk enough. about that too. It's a, it's a lady. I think yes. that that definitely, that definitely covers it. So you get two. You I, get I think two that, that qualifies. But I've also never heard of a chicken ball. I don't know what a chicken ball is. It's a, they describe it as a South Korean food. Okay. I'm glad that they take the time. So, yeah, I was going to say, they took the time. <laughs> Why couldn't it just be like a piece of steak or something? <laughs> or just like a piece of KFC chicken. Just, or, you know. Chicken nugget, something. I love that they had to get yeah, like, super specific that it's chicken ball from South Korea. That's, well, it's kind of like a big uh, piece of popcorn chicken. Okay. Like a joint, like if you took uh, like five pieces and one them into one. Okay. Okay. Because I was. So it's like a big. It's like a chicken nugget, just like a big spherical yeah. chicken nugget. Because I was trying to think of it, and the only thing I could come up with was like a like a chicken croquette. That's what I kept mm. imagining in my head. And then I mm-hmm. obviously like really wanted a chicken croquette, and I do so yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> now I got that in my in my. I just head. want cake and chicken croquettes. Interesting. Uh, so let's talk about Frank Perry, the director. Uh, interestingly, he did a few housewife-themed movies. He probably most famously did Mommy Dearest in 1981. I don't know if you guys have seen that one. No, but I, have, uh, I have heard of that. It's 
great. It's a great movie. He also did Diary of a Mad Housewife from 1970, which, looking at this one, I think it's interesting that... So it's, it's Diary of a Mad Housewife. It's about this woman who uh, has an abusive husband, and she, I, I think, has an affair with this other guy. But it's very much about the woman, played by Carrie Snodgrass. She gets third billing on the poster. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, guys. Why does she not have top billing on this? That sounds like freaking Hollywood. That sounds like the name woman did. Yeah, it does. Well, there was Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Uh, Is that what? Yeah, uh, that's probably why you're thinking. It's odd though. Like looking through his, because David and Lisa, the swimmer, which from 1968, which is supposed to be really good. Diary of a Mad Housewife, like. To me, this the hello again. It just seems out of place. I mean, it's also yeah. his last film, which is just such mm-hmm. an odd last film. Yeah. Well, I guess it's very much a good book coming and what you're describing. The elements don't really sound too goofy, you know. Right? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got a couple other comedies. But nothing is right. I mean, I guess that's just the power of the 80s. Yeah, I mean, his second to last movie in 1985 was Compromising Positions. That was a comedy. Uh, it says an ex-newspaper woman who is now a suburban housewife can't resist getting involved in an investigation of the murder of a philandering dentist who had been having affairs with several of her neighbors. This guy's all about housewives. Uh, he is all about the housewife. Almost every single one of his movies has been about a housewife. That's really, that's interesting. Something going on there. Yeah, it's just, that was his thing. He's got a, he's got a comedy here called Rancho yeah. Deluxe from 1975. Jeff Bridges and Sam Waterston, which <laughs> signed me the fuck up. That sounds amazing. Gary Dean Stanton. Two drifters, two drifters of widely varying backgrounds, Russell Cattle, and try to avoid being caught in contemporary Montana. I just love the idea of contemporary Montana. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're they're trying to avoid being caught <laughs> in contemporary Montana. I, I oh my god, this. I love I love the one sheet. I love the one sheet that's on IMDb with Harry Dean Stanton. I think that's Harry Dean. Is that? Yeah, I think it's him. Yeah, he is He's sniffing the sniffing the flowers. <laughs> that's amazing. I add this to my watch list right now. Yeah, this this one looks this one looks like I want to I want to see it. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and give you a drum roll. What do you give? Hello again. Uh, that is a five out of ten, straight down the middle. Let's talk about National Housewife's Day. Each year on November third, millions of people across the country observe National Housewife's Day. This day was created to make the day a special one for the stay-at-home mom. Taking care of the children and the home is a 24-7 job that sometimes does not get the thank you that is much deserved. So, how to observe. Let's see. These are our instructions. Honor the housewife in your family or a housewife that you know. Use hashtag National Housewife's Day to post on social media. Hmm. The history behind this, unknown. Ooh, Unknown origin. I love, I love me mystery. Yeah. I don't know. 
In 2017, um, too many housewives. Uh, yeah. Well, there's still a lot of uh, there's still a lot yeah. of stay-at-home moms, and I think a, a day to honor them is perfectly fine. Oh yeah, it's just um, is, uh, I think it is getting more difficult for that to exist. Yeah. Uh, for people. To yeah, I don't know if that's that. a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, National Chicken Lady Day. This is on November fourth. Okay. So, so we can celebrate National Housewives Day next day. National Chicken Lady Day. Let's do it. National Ch- Chicken Daddy Lay. <laughs> chicken Daddy Lay, I said. <laughs> National Chicken Lady Day. Uh, it honors Dr. Martina Tina Dupree. For 12 years, Dr. Dupree worked for the second largest chicken restaurant in the world as the director of community relations and training. She's widely known due to her work in the community. During this time and through her work with the community, and the people she helped, Dr. Dupree became known as the Chicken Lady. Oh, okay. Well, that's not as humorous as I was hoping it to be. No, it is not. It's not, it's not, nearly, it's not nearly as humorous as Chicken Boy Day. But isn't, isn't that how it always is? Yeah. The, and I mean, it's just weird. And this is maybe one of those things where it was just too good to be true. Because... The chicken lady thing turns out to not be that humorous. You have this movie that kind of fits into both bills. Not only is it the, what did you say is the third and the fourth? Mm -hmm. But this movie came out on the sixth. So this is actually coming up as the 30th anniversary of this movie. Hello again. It's just everything was perfect. Yeah, everything fell into place except the actual (laughs) content of everything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all of it all of it turned out to be uh not anything that we'll, what we wanted <clears throat> too good to be true uh you can observe national chicken lady day by using the hashtag chicken lady day <laughs> on social media are there any are there going to be any other ways to observe other than using hashtags <laughs> it's always hashtag we live in a hashtag world <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see that on Slack. Yeah. I'm going to write that down before I forget. Do they have National House Husband there? National House Husband? Uh, Let me look it up real quick. I, I, I doubt it. I, I think there should fast. be. I, I think that there are a lot of stay-at-home dads, and yeah. I don't... I feel like they don't get any recognition either. I wonder if that's National Men Make Dinner Day. No. <laughs> that's not that what that is. That's just a call to make men not be lazy assholes <laughs> and make dinner once in a while. Uh, it doesn't look like it. Well, is maybe it, we need to petition for that. This is apparently a, a national at-home dad network. That's not a day, though. No, but they got a national network. Watch Let's out. Be, <laughs> Let's it sounds it sounds somehow like really sleazy, yes. like the national at home dad network. <laughs> Let's make <laughs> we could petition for National Stay at Home Dad Day, or I, I like House Dad better. Yeah, I do like the or house husband. <laughs> house. house husband. 
Uh, all right. Any final thoughts, Ryan, on hello again? Uh, no, no. Okay. I think that's going to do it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. You can send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash filmpulse. Consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. See you later. The day was created to make a day special for... Let me let me reread that since I completely. No, I love it. I love your pauses. <laughs>